Well, hi, everybody. Steve Tartar, another edition of Tartar Sauce. And with me today, uh, Reagan Ward, uh, you, uh, Leslie, Leslie, excuse me, no, just okay. got married I did, on uh, Thanksgiving I did. Day, um, of Leslie Tyler Design in Peoria. Yes, and thank you for having you, me. Well, it's our pleasure. You do, just so folks know, you've got an interesting niche yes. on, on, the, on the design front. Yes, we do interior design, but our specific niche is working in historic um, period homes. So we do um, kind of strategic um, design that kind of highlights the architecture and the craftsmanship that's existing and then giving you this contemporary, modern um, design aesthetic. You, um, you said you uh, raised in Springfield. Yes. And so you came to Peoria about three years ago. About three years ago, yep, by way of uh, Bloomington. By way of Bloomington. And so what do you think of Peoria's housing stock? Oh, it's abundant. It's abundant. <laughs> uh, that's actually the reason why we ended up here, me and my husband. Um, we owned a logistics business and we ran out of Bloomington. So we kind of had the pick of the litter in terms of central Illinois mm -hmm. communities. And when we went on our housing journey, to, it took us about three years, um, we did so many like small communities where maybe the house was perfect, but the community wasn't, hmm. or um, the community per was perfect um, and the housing wasn't. So our goal was to find a um, old fixer upper yep. that we could afford, um, put some sweat equity in and really just love on. And we found a beautiful um, 1908 Tudor Revival up on Moss Avenue and we were like, put our stinks in the ground and we weren't leaving. So um, there's just, everywhere you turn, there's so many different communities. But I think one thing that's special about Peoria is that there's really a, um, a love of these community, or these historic properties. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I found that was like super receptive um, was the community kind of rallying around that effort and being like, yes, we want to. That Moss Bradley Association. And yes, all that. that's yeah. awesome. And then even in the Uplands, Uplands. and yeah, Peoria Heights. There's, I mean, there's so many, there, right. you know, there's not one I think that's above the other, but overall I feel like Peorians really love their historic properties and really want to retain those. A um, couple of things come to mind. One is you know, neighborhoods are, you know, fragile things. I guess mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right word to use because, um, you know, you run it. If you mention the uplands, right where I live, uh, there's a, you're by Bradley, mm -hmm. so you always have that. And I think it's long-standing, the battle between rental and home ownership, which you know is is it's understandable because I was a Bradley student myself and. <laughs> Yes. You know, I'm sure, you know, right. with those places we stayed and it was around campus, mm -hmm. uh, the neighbors might have been like, hmm, boy, wish <laughs> these guys would move on. But um, is that is that something that, that worries you? I mean, or, or, you know, when you look at uh, it, some of the places around Peoria? Um, I think it's kind of like this double-edged sword, really. It it does in the sense of you want to kind of put your arms around them and protect mm -hmm. them and mm -hmm. you don't want them split up into apartments or right. try to modernize on you know a budget that you know really is ripping out pretty much things that are irreplaceable at this point you know mm -hmm. some of those i mean we have marble baseboards that are like this thick we could never replace those <laughs> um so some of those things do break my heart um but i think that you know that moss bradley area i think that's part of like 
what drew me is that it is so eclectic in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, having students living in these residential areas with families and, you know, right. that's kind of a, a harmony. Nice it's a nice mix. Yeah. I just think that, you know, what I would press is the landlords, the people that are owning these properties to just be very thoughtful about how they're broken up um, in the event that it ever is turned back into a single family home. Um, you don't. That's not easy. You could attest to oh, that. Oh, it's yeah. not. And sometimes you get into a property and it's just too far gone. And there's, yeah. there's, places, um, architectural salvage, salvage places that can, um, you can kind of pull and piecemeal together um, something. But yeah, some of the damage, it's just, they look for the cheap route out. Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly frank, they sure. look for what, what can I do? Well, it's a business and they treat it as a business right. rather than as a sort of a creative thing with housing. Uh, as an aside, uh, the television has all these shows now about uh, home Garden yeah. TV, uh -huh. which I'm guessing you you watch occasionally. Just a little <laughs> bit, just so you know, I keep keep my hand on the pulse. Well, my wife has been watching, and I wander in the room and then wind up watching it myself. Mm -hmm. um, Chicago, and they do these major fixer yes. uppers. They're mm -hmm. doing marathons or something with it. Mm -hmm. uh, at least it seemed to be over the last week or so. Uh, Chicago is taking notice of that. It's kind of nice to see that in the area that we live yeah. in. I mean, yeah. I know these shows go all over the country, but. Um, it's right under our nose here, but the one thing that, that I've sort of um, noticed on these shows is when it comes time for work, the contract, or the, the, the construction team, whoever mm -hmm. it is, it's always fast motion. Very. Yes. It's like six months goes by, but we saw it in six yes, seconds. Yes. Yes. That it's is. It's not that easy, is it? No. No. And I have a background um, in theater and as well as film, so I completely understand movie magic. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times, these are you know, cuts that happen, you know, months apart. Yeah. You know, you, you're taking one cut and then you're acting like it's the next day and yeah. it's been, you know, four months later. Um, but yeah, that, that gives you a little bit of a falsity, I mm -hmm. think, when it comes to, especially in older homes. Right. I think in new construction, it's pretty expected. You know what's going to happen next. You know what, you know, in, in an older home, you really don't know sometimes until you get into it. So you really have to be careful about your team, your mm -hmm. um the trades that you work with. I know I spoke to you about our electrician that does work in our own home. Mm -hmm. And he is so talented with fishing wire through walls so we don't have to tear down, you know, 100-year-old plaster work. And I think that that, you know, finding your team is good. And like I said, and we have been easy either. No, and sometimes that's trial and error, you yeah. know, because people will tell you that they know yeah. what they're doing and they know how to work on these properties and they don't. So it's, <laughs> it is kind of a, you know, love-hate. I love a good 30-minute, you know, before and after, but in reality, it takes much longer. And there's beauty in that. Right. You know, there's stories to be told. So I, I just hope that in those renovation shows and the trends, we kind of get out of the need to see a huge before and after and right. we, we get back to the stories behind them mm -hmm. and I think that's such a you know I've got neighbors that I could tell stories for days on you know the care and the time that they've taken with their homes and it's you know that's to me that's beautiful so the, the one thing that gets me and it's <clears throat> seen on several of these different shows I, I promise not to keep talking about TV no, shows fine. but fine. Uh, you know there'll be some as you say something will come up you know, oh, we, oh, we, we didn't expect this, uh -huh. and they'll, they'll turn to the, the, the their guy who's on the, on the site uh -huh. and say, well, what's this going to cost us? And he gives you a figure right off, $10,000. That's right. going to be $8,000. Right. You know, in real life, you don't always know that amount. In no. fact, that's what you were saying. 
that can scare people off it because can. you don't know you don't how much know. I'm sinking in here. Right. And I think that that's when you hear um, old house, you think money pet. You yeah. know, I think our realtor said, well, that's a money pet. Yeah. And it, it, in the term, if you're looking for an end, if you're looking for like a finish line that you can say, I am done, I complete, I don't have to do anything else, then yes, it will feel like the end. You're but never, there's always something. There's always done, something. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, a, that's life. You yeah. know, there's always going to be something that you're, um, you know, and I feel like if homeowners take a pause and appreciate that journey, appreciate that walk, appreciate where they're at now, um, appreciate where they want to be, and um, I think that is what we need to kind of zero in on and hone in on. And um, but I, I think that you know that's it's just it's a beautiful thing. And I, like I said, I keep using the word beauty because I think yeah. that that is, is, it's like an organic process that keeps moving. You, you were saying earlier when we were talking just before we went on, um, that you're a big Frank Lloyd Wright fan. Yes. I, I'm sure there yes. are many out there. Oh yes, you, I'm you sure I'm not the one, yeah. but yes, that, well, actually many eons ago, um, I wanted to be an architect mm -hmm. and he, I grew up in Springfield, Illinois. So I was very familiar with the Dana Thomas house and he just, I, I was boggled in his vision um, back when he was doing these homes. I mean, they look modern now, but right. could you imagine if, you know, back in the Victorian era, like this stuff was never heard of. So I, you know, but he, he, it, he stuck with it. He wasn't deterred by somebody saying, that looks funny or don't do that. So mm. I, and I think that even his love for the home, he designed his homes from top to bottom, designed all the furnishings in them. You know, everything know. was just so exact that, you know, they're, they're works of art, they're, they really are, so. Do you know the story, and I, I apologize because I don't know it well. Um, having worked on a paper, you'd hear things, but I never really got all the details on this. We have Frank Lloyd Wright House here in Peoria, yes, right? not far from you no, probably. No, there's I think two, if I'm not mistaken. I think maybe one of them was not built by him. Well, or the, 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 the story I heard was they called it the Frank Lloyd Wrong House because he got into it, and again, this is okay. a partial knowledge here. Uh, with the, the homeowner and and uh, Wright himself uh -huh. apparently disagreed on something. And okay, he and he backed away. Backed wow. away. Hmm. So that that I, made I me So we have Frank Lloyd Wright and Frank Lloyd, Lloyd Wrong, Wrong. <laughs> uh, in the same neighborhood. But okay, it, you know, and I think I know enough. which one is which, yeah. but I'm not going to say. But uh, yeah, it was. It's it's all for fun. But I mean, uh, the, the whole idea of something being architecturally significant. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's you know I, I make fun of those shows or I brought them up, but. You know, the bottom line is they're, they're trying to save things that, as you said, probably aren't going to be built again. Right, right. These, at I least mean, not by average people. Well, if you think about just the way in which our society has moved to automation and mass production, um, and I, I get it. You know, to an extent, I do get, mm -hmm. you know, we want it now, we want it fast, we want to make it for cheap. Mm -hmm. um, but back in, you know, the early 1900s, turn of the century, these homes, um, even mid-century, they took time. They took time with their craft to, mm -hmm. you know, there's a builder that I work with that I'll give a little shout out, Jeff Hinstead. Mm -hmm. And he is by far, he builds furniture, um, well, all types of things, I guess, with wood. But he is so um, detailed and takes the time to do it correctly. And I think that that's that lost art that if we don't value, we, we won't have any of that. You know, everything will be built by a machine and you won't have the little, you know, quirks and the little, you know, the little notches that are specific. I think that, you know, creaking floors, for instance, there's a million YouTube videos on how to solve your creaky floor. 
but I, and I grew up in an older home, so I might be a little bit um, biased, but those are the little things that to me make it home. You know, you know, oh, if I step on that step, it's going to creak. You know, yeah. those are the little things I think that I look at that as a safety thing because no one's going to creep <laughs> right, up on you. Right. Like, Who's that on the stairs? <laughs> exactly. Oh. I was like, you can never <laughs> creep in our house. No, <laughs> definitely. But, um, but yeah, it's like, it's that soul of, um, of those buildings. And I think what our firm tries to really um, express to our clients is that there's a way to merge a modern lifestyle. You know, somebody might come in and they say, well, I don't want to live like in a museum. You don't mm -hmm. have to live mm -hmm. in a museum and you can still honor what is there. You know, there's kind of a healthy um, balance between those two. Where's, where's Jeff based? Jeff is based in Peoria as well. In Peoria. So, mm -hmm, yes. and, and when you go about your business of building a team or mm -hmm. finding people to be on a team, mm -hmm. you mentioned trial and error, but do you, do you go by Asking Jeff, like, well, who Jeff. knows how to do this? Or uh, asking someone else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Now, our, our team has been built over many years of, mm -hmm. of trial and error. So hopefully mm -hmm. it's not trial and error at this point. Right. Um, I think we've got a good team. But... But yes, um, knowing who is good, like I said, our electrician is very skilled at this. Yeah. Um, and we have, like I said, a builder that is very good at wood restoration. Mm -hmm. So if it's something where I'm missing a piece of trim and I need mm -hmm. it patched in, he's so amazing at finding the right wood and doing it correctly versus going to your big box store, right. buying something off the shelf that doesn't match, laughing it up there, you know, haphazardly. And, um, and like I said, trying to preserve what we have. And so kind of building on that. I noticed you know, there's um, one neighborhood, the, uh, it's known as North Valley or near North Side. You know, as you go towards uh, it's sort of industrial, it's where, where Komatsu okay. is. Okay. But all those homes in there, yeah. if people had seen, and, and I think now, I think I, I used to drive through there every day when I went to the Journal Star, but mm -hmm. uh, that's got some beautiful older oh, homes. Yes. Now, unfortunately, or you know, as, as a result of, of time passing, mm -hmm. a lot of those have been broken up, torn down. Mm -hmm. It's not what it was, but the library has some, uh, Chris Farris over there at the library, it's got some pictures of that neighborhood as it was. And it wasn't necessarily like Moss Avenue. Right. But they were interesting homes there. Oh, yes, and yes. And they were also unique because, mm -hmm. you know, it was, they weren't they were mass produced. I mean, we didn't get into row, hose, row homes until, I think, probably the First World War. But, mm -hmm. it, you know, for the most part, every built, like, was, I mean, custom building was, that's what you did. Right. So, um, and they were built for the families that were going to live there. So I think our home, I think we're like maybe the third family to live there. Really? Yes. And it was one of those things where you buy a home, you pass it down, you pass it down, you right. pass it down. You don't, you yeah. know, you don't sell it. And I think our neighbor is like the third family to live in their home as well. So it's just one of those things where they retained it. It was, you know, made for them. I, you know, we have... Well, we have three bedrooms, which would have been used for, you know, the family that lived there. And then we have our servants' quarters. <laughs> um, so that was, you know, a four-bedroom home, but it was, I'm sure. How many sure... servants do you have at this Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We actually turned our, our servants' quarters into actually a very nice uh, mother-in-law suite. So, oh, um, yeah. It, very good. But again, a nice way. We didn't want to break it up. We didn't want to change it. And we haven't mm -hmm. really changed the floor plan, but it serves our modern lifestyle very good. Um, much better. So And and so you were, you were talking about, um, you know, having this niche, mm -hmm. older homes, yes. somebody who's watching this podcast or listening to it, whatever, um, and they think, oh, I'd, I'd be interested in that. Do they call you to find out about homes or is the homeowner that you want to talk to? Oh, 
Um, you do you mean does the homeowner call yeah, us thinking, or? Yeah, because I'm thinking you have a knowledge of oh, oh of neighborhoods, homes, probably oh. dealing with folks. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's people out there who, as you said, they look at they may look. Obviously, everyone everyone's different, but. I don't know if I want a money pit, you know, I, oh, right. I want to overpay. Right. Uh, how do you talk, I mean. To overpay, you, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got some good um, realtors that are good with knowing um, older homes specifically. Right. Um, that's something that I think creates, it, it, it needs a certain skill set. Not everybody is, and if you're not familiar with it, you might um, miseducate someone in, in, like I said, what is really going on. Our home had extremely good bones. Mm -hmm. So structurally, foundationally, we were good. Mm -hmm. We were solid. Everything else is, you know, just pretty. And I, get, I know this isn't your field because you're, you're in the, uh, the style and, and the, mm -hmm. the fixing up of it, but this is probably a pretty good time to be shopping for a home. I don't oh, know yes. them, yeah. Because of the, the for, you know, the, there's, there's, there's a small inventory. I, I hear that from the realtors, but uh, it's a it's a buyer's market. Isn't oh, it? it definitely is. I am constantly. I have a friend in Chicago, and I'm constantly sending her. You know, this one's a mile from me. This one's two yeah, miles from yes. me, and she's constantly asking me, "Is there something wrong with them? You know, is <laughs> the w the windows must have been blown yeah. out?" I was like, "No, it's yeah. just really good time." So yeah, if you're interested in buying, I, I'd say jump on it and and don't don't be scared. Find your uh -huh. team. Like I said, we you can find us on Leslie Tyler Design. Uh -huh. um, call our office at any time, and we will help you in terms of finding like if there's right. a you know a buyer looking for a specific house um, or if you've bought a house and so you can like, kind of be a uh, information center information as well center. as as, as well as the, design. design yes yes like I said we have a very large network of people that are um, specifically interested in um, interiors and design and construction and do it in a very um, hmm, apologetic way they're not you know going to rip out anything and they're not going to what, what do you see down there now you got married on thanksgiving mm -hmm. or around thanksgiving yep. was it on thanksgiving on thanksgiving on day thanksgiving. yes not everyone does that no no <laughs> and then the following day we actually launched our home store online so it was oh. a big whirlwind you, and i <laughs> you hit the holidays hard oh there. very yeah. very so I, I spent like december i guess basically you know hibernating and just now getting back to the swing of things and, so and here we go in the new year um I was going to say, what do you see lying ahead? Would you like to expand this? Are you looking at Central Illinois? Central or? Illinois. Central Illinois, um, pretty, m for the most part, we also have a base um, in Atlanta. Oh. Um, so that's fun. Um, I, it's a lot bigger city, but I, I like the working um, locally in Peoria. I was, spent time in Atlanta, so that's why we have a, an office there as well. Um, and then we can kind of keep our pulse on on new furnishings, um, how's vendors. It, how's Atlanta as far as older homes? They have a... Um, not as much as I'd like. And if you think about back turn of the century, mm -hmm. um, there just weren't that many homes. You know, oh. we, in the northern states, we were a lot more compacted. Right. They were a lot more spread out. So they had a lot of farmland um, and big estates, not so many of the smaller homes. Mm. So um, It's a different setup. It's a different setup. Um, my husband's from like the Cincinnati area. So mm -hmm. their setup is a lot of row houses, you know, mm -hmm. whereas, um, you know, up here it's more homes because they were, you know, a little industrial, but mm -hmm. a lot more um, single-family homes. So I think every area has their niche. Like I said, Atlanta helps because we know about you know the different vendors that are coming out with new furnishings and um, keeping basically our clients up here very hip and <laughs> up to date. Um, 
But yes, I, I think we, we have a home store online. If you go to Leslie Tyler Design, you can visit our home store. Our home store is furnished with a lot of um, pretty much one-of-a-kind, carefully curated um, items. Mm. Um, so we, we teamed up with a lot of different artisans um, to create that. What, what is the uh, website again? Um, LeslieTylerDesign.com. Okay. Um, and so we, we have a blog as well that kind of keeps people up to date with things that are going on. But um, Sounds like good information. Good, very good information. <laughs> and then I hope to be, um, like I said, I have a background in film. Oh, um, so that helps. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> but we're, we're working to create a um, platform for the storytelling of older oh. homes. So right. um, I've approached a couple people, just neighbors that I know on Moss Avenue at this point, um, and I've been talking to some people in Kentucky and elsewhere to kind of create this platform, but I really would You're gonna like... have your own show, aren't you? That's what I figured. <laughs> I'd hope to, but I, there's stories, and like I said, there's stories that, are, that need to be told, and right. I feel like if we start giving honor to those, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, it's not just about what can we sell or what can we do, but it's, you know, like I said, it's the soul of um, these homes. And I think that if we can educate, you know, the audience um, that they're worth hearing. Well, we, we're, we're out of time here, Reagan. But Reagan Leslie of uh, uh, Leslie Tyler Design. Yes. Uh, remember that. You can go online. You can find out all about it. Great. Uh, good luck on the, on the older homes. I think that's a wonderful cause. And, yes. uh, yeah, I'll keep watching those shows on TV to see all that time compression that goes on. Yes, anyway, exactly. You exactly. have to come back and tell us exactly. how things go. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll see you next time on Tartar Sauce. PeoriaLife.com.